Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 5 of the Bud Triangle. We are here recording in the Eagle's Nest for the first time, our new upgraded studio because the Bud Triangle is climbing in the charts. We are now on CastBox. You can also find us on BitChute. We're coming on Anchor soon, so check out our Anchor app, download these great apps, and follow us on Instagram for all the updates. Here we go. Hello, welcome to the Bud Triangle. My name is Mark. My name is Jameson. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Today we are live streaming for the first time. Hello, you could see our faces. Kind of. Not kind really of. a stream, but... Well, you know, I'm not really hip with all the terms, but... Time. With video. Well, what are we going to talk about, Jay? Not my lack of audio technical knowledge. We're going to talk about your lack of um, experience, Mark. Oh, really? <laughs> I lack experience. Life experience. Life? Oh, you're more experienced than me in life. Really? That's amazing. Do you need the... I need the lighter. Light, I need light, the lighter, light the sir. Thank you. Your tiny little lighter. So, we're going to be talking about road trips. Not I don't know about trips. you, but summer's over and I am fucking missing road trips as a possibility it's too cold where we live but where have you been on some road trips we've been everywhere uh not true we've traveled i've traveled over two thousand miles of this country easily wow easily. you're regular uh paul bunyan dude yep <laughs> one of the lewis and clarks Exactly. Well, maybe Lewis and Clark's nephew? Uh, possibly. Interesting. Well, I guess you have me beat, but I've been as far north as Maine. I've been as far south as Pennsylvania. New Jersey, I guess, would be the farthest south. I went all the way to Denver with you, my man. But I don't very think west. we went very south on that. I think we stayed above this same latitude. You've never gone southern than New Jersey? No, not like... Wow. Well, I've been in Florida when I was a kid, but I don't really remember that. Was it plane travel too? Yeah. So I've never driven south, but I've driven west out to Colorado. We'll be talking about that trip like Towards we said the, in the Bud uh, Triangle, we cover all directions, all angles. All angles. And from our current location, I've traveled all angles. Oh, really? All angles. Have you been to, to Canada? The, I have. Oh, when did you go to Canada? I don't remember the exact year, but uh, we went to Canada, did the whole Niagara Falls thing. How old were you? Uh, maybe 10 years old. So you just hopped over the New York border? We just hopped over the New York border, yeah. It was wow, a great time a in Canada. And no. they just let you right in. You, I don't think you. You're not a felon. A boat. You never had a DUI, so you just f float right into Canada, huh, Whitey? Canada was great. Okay, that's fair. But Mark, we were uh, talking. You said you had a funny story about up north, huh? Yeah. Well, actually, me and my family, we would go to uh, we would go to Maine yes. every summer to yep. this place called Old Orchard Beach. And if anyone else has been there, it's it's a typical boardwalk town, you know, boardwalk scenario. You got the amusement park with the rides. You got all the little hotels. So this was probably the first time we had gone there as a family. So I was I had expectations sky high. You're a kid. You get in that car for eight hours. 
you're ready to just you think you're gonna be in another land when you get there so i was like yeah man this is the colder version of connecticut here we go yes it is and but it was summer it was summertime so things are good the hottie toddies were out and i was too young to notice all that so we get into this motel right on the beach and i'm like i'm already california dreaming like thinking about that like beach life you know because i mean dreaming of me. <laughs> yeah because you know like beaches. connecticut beaches compared to maine beaches are just like Maine beaches are just so great. Connecticut beaches, they're just rocks and a bunch of stolen sand poured on it. We talked about Connecticut beaches once already in our podcast. We did. But anyway, so I get to this motel, open the door, and my dad is a clean guy. I'm a clean guy. We got a clean family, right? We don't like smells. We don't like weird stains. We open this freaking motel room door and oh, smells stains. everybody everybody <laughs> fell out of their shoes we got hit with this cloud of cat pee smell that was so terrible i mean this place was probably just stowed away with cats all winter like like some lady just had that room to herself that winter and she just got all the stray cats in from that 10 feet of snow that they get up there I mean, it makes sense, you know. So we just immediately got a refund and found a, a lesser hotel. Location-wise, it was not on the beach. It was across the street. Right. But it was way better. And we ended up getting really, really drunk on soda pop and singing Who Let the Dogs Out. And I don't know if you know, <laughs> but if you were born in the mid-90s like me, Who Let the Dogs Out was the shit, dude. I listened to that song so much on the freaking... <laughs> Walkman, dude. On the day. Walkman? What I do had you mean? the CD, the Baja Men CD. What are you talking about? Check it out, the Baja Men CD, dude. They're full length, bro. Get They're on my level. Length? They're full length. Get on dude. my full length level, dude. Your full length level. I doubt it. You can't play this. This is copyrighted. Definitely. Copyrighted, dude. This is totally copyrighted. I don't copyrighted. think you even know what the copyright laws are, dude. I don't even think you know. The dogs out! Who? 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 I who think let that's the enough dogs right there. Out? There you go. Exactly, dude. <laughs> that's all we needed, dude. The who let the dogs out? That was my shit. And me and my cousin, we were on the top floor of this hotel's balcony looking over the street, spilling soda pop onto the sidewalk and singing this song. And every like drunk person that was walking by was just like so into it, dude. They were like, yeah, who let the dogs out? And that was the first time I ever partied in another state at the age of like eight years old. Oh, God. Partied in another state at the age of eight. Check that off the list. And they got a sick ride up there called the Terminator. It's just like a... Where? In Maine, at Old Orchard Beach, right on the oh, beach. The beach yeah, an amusement park. They got this ride <laughs> called the Terminator, and you sit inside of this cage and strap yourself in and it takes you up around like a circus like a ferris wheel mm -hmm. except your the car you're in is flipping around in circles as you're going in a s huge circle oh my god yeah i would love that so we did a uh dare to, those rides we we had a bet and 
whoever lost had to ride that ride and uh you lost no i won (laughs) i had much better luck when i was a kid and my cousin had to do it and he puked in there (laughs) and it was great and he's never been on a roller coaster or any type of ride ever since he's afraid of amusement parks pretty much but it's okay he won in the end because at least if he gets over his fear, he can ride rides. Me, I'm six eight. I can't even fit on any of these stupid amusement yep. park rides. Yep. But shout out to Maine. Yeah, Maine was cool. But what about you? You ever been up north in uh, the New England area? Oh heck yeah, dude. Well, what happened? Well, you know, where should we start? We can work our way down the northeastern coast. Oh really? We got Vermont. Right? What'd you do in Vermont? Nothing crazy there. What happened? But, uh... What was some crazy things that happened? Just went hiking in Vermont. What, what happened so It has a really hike? nice landscape. It was with my mom. What'd you see on, on the hikes? Uh, New Hampshire. Another great hiking spot. Probably one of the greatest near us. Really? In our area, in the Northeast. Interesting. It's called the White Mountains. Okay. Um... I took a poop on the White Mountains. <laughs> Wait. I wiped my what? ass. <laughs> on the White Mountains. <laughs> Are these mountains made out of toilet paper? Is the Downey man up there? Is that where he comes from? That paper towel guy? <laughs> the White Mountain Downey man. Can we get a split screen of that? We could. Let's do that. There we go. That's perfect. That's professional as fuck. All right. So. Do your adjustments. There you go. What had happened was, um, I went hiking with my mom. And? You and, and your mom the, had to poop in the together? In the White Mountains. <laughs> she didn't bring you any diapers? In the White Mountains. This How old were you? Just, uh, a few years ago. And you pooped your pants? No, no, no. You don't even listen <laughs> to the story. At the White Mountains, this hiking isn't just your average hiking, so it takes a lot of time to get to one destination. So you filled up on a nice so, load of burritos. What happened was I was hiking up the mountain, and of course you had to go to the bathroom while you're hiking. So there's I no went off the trail. Um, I took a poop, and I was like, shit, I've got nothing to wipe with. So I used um, a, lock a pair of, your of hair. boxers that I had, <laughs> an old pair of boxers, and then left them right there. Wow. Next to this hut. So then you freeballed it the rest of the way. <laughs> no, it was a pair that was in my backpack. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I, I was gonna say there. you probably were chafing. Yeah, that was a legendary time. She asked my mom about it. She that was like the highlight. She loved that. She loved it's how hilarious. you abandoned that pair of shorts on that <laughs> mountain, all stained up. I'd done that a I couple times. I left my times. mark on the white mountains, dude, with my brown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've done that a couple times, but every time I've done that, I only had one pair. It was the one I was wearing, <laughs> so I just freeballed it. So I could relate. Like, one time I climbed up Mount Tom here in Connecticut, and I pooped behind a giant rock because I was just, like, just stranded. I mean, I prefer, I don't mind it. I prefer it. It's not actually a bad thing, in my opinion. Mark I'm a wild known child. To, Mark is known to poop in mysterious ways. I don't know how he knows that, but okay, that's true. I am from a from a different <laughs> place than most humans, you know. So oh man, it's all good. Nothing else in New Hampshire though, other than 
That was your big story that you wiped your no no. So (laughs) it was Mount Washington, and we hiked Mount Washington. Have you ever seen those cars that have the bumper sticker? Oh, I've seen plenty of them. This client, this car has climbed Mount Washington. I want to see a a bumper sticker that says "This car." (laughs) No, I've got this. This car (laughs) drove off a cliff. No, 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 no. no. This is it. This is it. This is it. Oh, teaser into the driving off cliffs uh, segment. Good job, Mark. Go ahead. Um. I said a teaser. Foreshadowing. Foreshadow. Anyway, it was New Hampshire, Mount Washington, and the sticker we're going to make is the ass of the guy or the ass of the person, the ass climbing this car, no, (laughs) the ass driving this car climbed Mount Washington because everyone's driving around with their fancy bumper stickers that says, hey, my car climbed Mount Washington, one of the highest peaks in the Northeast, and I just want to be like, yo, my legs climbed Mount Washington (laughs) fucking twice. So your bumper sticker is going to say, the ass sitting in this driver's seat climbed Mount Washington. Yes, exactly. Um, What do you guys think, audience? Comment. On the video below, if you shout think out to Mount Washington, it's a great a bumper mountain. sticker that we should invest in. If you want to not hike, you can drive up it and get a cool bumper sticker for your car. If you hike up it, you can get a bumper sticker. But Where it's is not this mountain? Be in New Hampshire, the White Mountains. I've never known that. I've never known that. I've always seen that, and I thought it was the Mount Washington in Connecticut, and I was like, that's not very. No. On a serious note, that is a great place to go hiking. They have like a trail system that. Where? Um, Mount White Washington. Mountains. Yeah, Mount Washington is a part of the White Mountains. And they call it the Presidential Mountain Range. So there's like all old president names. Oh. And they have a trail system that goes up it. And they have huts that are maintained by the Appalachian Mountain Club. And what they do is they provide shelter for people. Eh, for like a fee, obviously. But um, they provide shelter and like entertainment and food like in the middle of the mount- like White Mountains really a good experience you know just like no electricity just like rugged living definitely super intense and then you meet the guys who are like climb or hiking the whole Appalachian Trail you're like shit dude I want to do that one day you know they inspire me they inspire me so you hike a lot I mean we've gone on a lot of hikes lately no no In my lifetime, yes. Okay. Well, I heard many different places, but continue. You know, hiking's cool, but some of my favorite things about road tripping is the drive there. I mean, you got share. You could listen to all types of music. Maybe you know, yeah, you can smoke some weed. Obviously, I was getting to that. Okay. You stop at all these different places that you've never been to before to get food. You go to different <coughs> truck stops. You meet different people. You see crazy vehicles. You go to weird diners you see, and see weird people. Weird people. It makes you think you're in a different dimension. Well, that diner was just like a lame diner. <sighs> that we, was in Iowa. We should have nah, We should have looked up that like cool crazy. spots when we went. To, and shout well, out to well, anybody. Welcome back to that trip well, well, in What... <laughs> What town was that in Iowa that we went stopped in? It wasn't Des Moines. It was well, the place where we got breakfast was just not at a truck stop, but 
the town that is right off the Mississippi River. What is it called? It was called Davenport, Iowa. Davenport. And it had nothing in it, completely abandoned, right on the Mississippi River. It, it was wasn't abandoned. It so just looked sad. like it was down on its luck. <laughs> sad. And there was, was a lot sad. of people around. Davenport. That diner Shout was full. Davenport, Iowa. That diner was full, dude. <laughs> that diner... Do you remember we got off in Davenport, Iowa? Couldn't Everybody find looked a really diner. midwestern. We couldn't find a diner. Why did we look for a diner? We should have went to like a Jamaican food place, and they have that in Iowa. Because it was the morning time. Everyone gets diner food in the morning. Ooh, like a Denny's. All right, we can't just jump to the west. We have to. Oh, jump to the west? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to drive to the there, dude. Remember, we had to go through uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and New York, and uh, Indiana, <laughs> Illinois, Iowa, Nebraska, and then Colorado, which was considered the west. We went through the Midwest. So, more for the than record, for the, the record, west. how long were you driving on the way there? I think the to- the, the most car. driving I did in a single stretch being awake I think was like 18 hours at one point but that was when it was just me and That uh, was in the Jeep? Yeah, that was the second time when me and uh our friend came to pick you up. No, I'm saying yeah, that was the way there the second time. Did you drive it all the way cuz you went to Car you drove out to Colorado twice technically. Technically four times. I drove the distance. Yeah, you drove there and back twice. Yeah, technically four times. In one summer. In one summer. I just love Colorado. <laughs> if anybody's hiring, let's go. Let me know. We're moving out there. Um. So... So we were back at the White Mountains. You're saying that's a back cool place to Mountains. hike. Exactly. And you I was can't saying... Just jump to the west. Well, yeah. Well, I was saying how, you know, hiking's cool and all, but that's more of a fucking thing you do once you get there, Jay. All right? And you didn't really tell us a story. You just told us about your bowel movements and how they were mismanaged. <laughs> your mismanaged bowel movement. This was the story. The story well, was... My, my, my story was about a mismanaged bowel movement of a cat in a hotel room, so it's fair. All right, here's the story. Basically, I'm with my mom, and she hikes at a slower pace, but I love her. But she still is just a slow hiker. I'm glad to hear you love your mom. Compared Shout to me. Shout out to all the good moms out there. Compared to the speed I would like to go at, she's pretty slow. So what could have... Like, if me and you went hiking, we could do up and back on my, Mount Washington in maybe, like, three and a half hours. And that's, like, okay. stopping the smoke. If... Me and my mom went one way six hours. It took us six hours to go one way. But we stopped at one hut on the way there. So you go up to the top of the ridge, and there's just a hut in the middle of nowhere. What kind of hut? What does it look like? Dude, it's just a wooden hut on the top of a mountain. Logs, looks like sticks. it's from The Sound of Music. You know that, mu- <laughs> that no. musical? <laughs> no. I've the heard The Sound of Music. are alive. Oh. With the sound of music. No, I'm, I only only remember like a woman in a blue dress on a hill <laughs> and some like weird looking animated birds flying around her. That's what comes to mind. That's what it looks like. But I didn't see a hut. So you're going to have to describe it a little better for me and like people who have never seen that movie. I mean, it was 30, 50 years before we were born. Okay, so the sound of music There's real quick. There. It's just a story about this family in like the middle of Austria. Oh. And they have a the the hills of Austria are the just hills. beautiful. I hate that show. It's not a show. Oh, okay. It's a musical. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're in the hills of Austria. Are these people 
Nazis or maybe fleeing from the Nazis? Fleeing from the Nazis. Oh, everything in that time was like somehow related to the Germans. Yep. You know? Yep. It American propaganda, of... right? That's what it was, essentially. I mean, I don't know. That movie was made in the UK by the sound of that woman's voice. Pretty sure she was English, right? She was an English woman. I don't know. We could fact check it if we wanted, but we're not going to. What Snopes it? The number one source for fake news. I mean, we're real news. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I could say that road trips are cool, even short ones. Like one time, um, me and my buddy Matt went over to Rhode Island, right? Mm. And one thing about Rhode Island is if you go there when the weather is cold, like it is this time of year... Um, it's December 2018 right now for Cold those of you times. listening to the podcast in the future but me and my buddy Matt we went over to to Rhode Island in the winter and we were like damn you know there's nothing here like th- nobody's it's here cold there too. so we went to this crazy looking bar right and all the people in there looked like they were either ex-biker gang or like ex-wives <laughs> like, there was all exes in there and then there was there was a group of girls who were coming from like some kind of wedding who were they were on their way in so we were like oh let's go in but really we were looking at the water and they were like hey where's the party around here and we were like oh in, in this bar I guess so we all went in the bar you know in the rustic so bar. we ended up talking to these girls on the back patio just two of them right mm-hmm this woman tells us she's from like Minnesota or something, mm-hmm. and this other girl's from like Rhode Island. Short blonde girl and this tall brunette from the from Minnesota, right? So we're mm-hmm. we're talking, and Matt he's he's pretty good with the ladies. He knows how to rile them up. We end up seeing this woman's boob job. Oh, she showed us her cleavage, and then revealed her nipples. <laughs> And I was like, dude, wow. And she was like, yeah, I love showing them. I love showing them. I'm so proud of this boob job. Oh, my God. And everybody was like, yeah. I think a couple people caught like a little angle when I was like, whoa, cool. So, yeah, that was fun. You know, you never know what happens when you take a chance. Like me and him were just bored. We were like, yeah, let's just drive to Rhode Island. So we went to Rhode Island. And the weirdest part was I wanted to go somewhere that I've never been before. Hmm. And I ended up going to the same place my family has gone every time we've ever gone to Rhode Island. And it's just one street. And anybody who goes to Rhode Island, Mesquamacate. You know Mesquamacate. Is that it? Yeah. There's just one street. And then all the hotels are on the the water side where the beach is and then there's like some bars and some restaurants and like a water slide amusement park and there's like a big golf mini golf type thing that's lame beach yeah it's lame dude but we went there and we met some uh women that were just this woman who and her friend was really jealous her friend was like oh my tits are small i can't be a fun you know person right now and like she was getting like no put your tits away stop you're too drunk and she was like i'm not drunk i'm just having fun and i was like yeah let's have fun boom but she had a big old vein in her titty and that was kind of weird so i don't know what what happened there if she she got like a uh discount boob job or something and they 
design the vein in a weird place, but... There's always that one girl that tries to help out that other girl. Yeah. Shout out to that one girl. That's what friends are for, man. Shout out to that one girl. You gotta save your girls from getting me too. (laughs) I mean, anyone who's over the age of 30, like... (sighs) Shouldn't be worried about getting me too'd by anyone younger than them, like a young guy. Because, I mean, most young guys, they're just, like, immature. And they don't know. Like, I'm not millennial enough to know that phrase. Dude, whatever, dude. <laughs> You're, like, what, a year older than me? I'm not a fucking millennial either, dude. We're fucking generation... <gasps> we're generation uh, Z, dude. We're generation Z. We're, like, right on the cusp. Anyone yeah. born after 95 is a millennial. Between 95 and 205. Those are the millennials. Anybody born from 2005 to 2015, dude? Those are straight up Android children. Like Mm. my, my, some of my family members have kids. They're like so into the iPads and stuff. Like, it's disgusting. It's crazy. It's like they're like so tuned in. Like, I'm just waiting for that next, like, development to where they're all just like yeah we're putting uh this new app in all of our children's eyeballs <laughs> and that way they can play video <laughs> games you know and all these games are gonna help them focus more like yep. you know they're gonna make it sound like it's educational or something and it's gonna end up turning them into a bunch of like craziness who knows a bunch of craziness it's just crazy, but implants in their brains. I gotta say, Rhode Island, interesting place. Never go there with a girl. I went to Newport That's with a an ex girlfriend. It was terrible, and maybe I'm just biased. Don't listen to Mark. And maybe I'm just jaded, but it was terrible. Don't listen to and Mark. And I'm never going to Newport, Let me tell you Rhode this, Island, Mark. ever again. Let me tell you this, Mark. Buddy Cianci, fuck you. Okay, wow, called him out. I don't know who that is. Uh. Look it up. Anyone <laughs> from Rhode Island knows who that is. Actually, not F you. You're kind of a funny so, character in the scope of history. But you are probably in jail or protected by the mob. So that's all I'm going to say. That's all he's going to say before the mob comes after Mark. My grandparents live in Rhode Island. I've driven there so many times in my life. Wow. So many freaking times have I gone to Rhode you Island. You don't sound like a Rhode Islander. Uh, neither does my mom. They said they all have a very specific if Massachusetts. Met, yeah, if you met my grandpa, he's very packed the cat. Uh, he's like it's out in the cat. Oh, he wow. doesn't pronounce any of his R's. Wow. Uh, neither does my grandma, but yeah, that's just like a weird blending of like but slangs. In in Rhode Island, they do have one of the best places on earth, I think. Oh, what's that? Block Island. Island. Have you ever been there? Block Island. No, I've never been to Block Island. I went there with a girl. I've seen it on that like was a lovely time. I've seen it on like three thousand eighteen-year-old sweatshirts <laughs> across the country. You go any on any train, and you're bound to be advertised about Kenny Bunk or maybe Cape Cod or maybe these sweatshirts are everywhere. That's a good spot. It's though. just like oh, I'm advertising a town on my chest. It's a really good town. It's better beach than uh, Musquamacit. Really? Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. Want to know another beach that's better than Musquamacit? Hit me. Panama City Beach, Florida. What? You went to Panama City Beach, Florida? I went to Panama that City Beach, like, Florida. That sounds like 
That sounds like uh, during one of the last spring break. Sounds like a Guns and Roses like headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> it was during the last spring break that uh, Panama City Beach had even allowed. Wait, what? After that, they banned like everything on the beach. I'm pretty sure. Why? Because the partying was so crazy and wild. The partying was so crazy and wild. That doesn't even begin. How do you even? So what happened? You went there by yourself and partied like a goon. Yeah. No. What I went down there with the boys, dude. How many people did you go with? Maybe fifteen. Uh, what? How many cars was that? Dude, we had easily like fifteen people and two places to stay. So one per one place was under um, an anonymous name, and freaking, I think there was only allowed four people on the hotel thing. They were like, you can't have more than four people stay here, and. Every night in that hotel for a week straight, we had easily 10 people sleeping in that room. Like, three people per bed, two people on the couch. Like, it was nuts. People on the floor. Wow. Um, but, yeah, we went down there with mad people, mad cars. My car was completely full. Remember my old car? The red one? The one that got smashed up on Blake Street? <laughs> the one that got smashed on Blake. We took that car. Five people went down there. The drive there was probably like 30-something hours. Okay. That was a packed car, but it was totally worth the trip. When we got there, it was just like mayhem in the streets, dude. Dude, just crowds of people on the beach like you've never seen before in your whole life. What age? What like age? All like all like college age. <laughs> like all college age. No, dude. Imagine the beach only packed with ev people everywhere. What? <laughs> like everywhere with like speakers going nuts. I don't like think made I've ever... beer pong tables in the sand. Freaking dude. People with uh, funnels. Uh, people drinking everywhere. Uh, naked girls. Some places. There were videos of people having sex right on the beach like in the middle of a crowd uh like nuts things dude happened what and people having sex on the beach in front of crowds yeah, dude before we it was like the way i looked at it it was like a zombie apocalypse of college student drunk kids you know because there was just a, like basically like a horde of zombies only all drunk and like when you walked up to the horde, there was like some fog in the air during that year in Florida. So like it just looked so, I'm gonna say this, om ominous. Ominous? Cause you're walking up and there's like a cloud of just like. Pot smoke? No, just a cloud of fog. And there was just like a bunch of people and we freaking pre-gamed of course at the hotel with like funnels, dude. Wait, unnamed person, foggy? unnamed person of our group may or may not have funneled three, four locos. Unnamed person, <laughs> who is it? Just give them a name, dude. Why you gotta make it sound so fucking suspicious? <laughs> like y'all committed a crime. Our friend Lips. Oh my god. <laughs> How much did Lips drink? May or may not have funneled two or three. Um. Two or locos. three, four locos. Yeah, that seems like something Lips would do. Also, the same time we, uh... dude, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty nuts the whole time actually. Uh, 
I was sleeping in a bed with my girlfriend at the time and Chris. Wow, <laughs> girlfriend. Did you guys bang on the beach too? Girlfriend still during this time too. Is is that the one that you banged on the beach? I don't think we did. I won't, I'm not going to get into that. Oh. But she still is my girlfriend I think we, currently. I think we hit a nerve. <laughs> I think we hit a nerve there. Uh, but yeah, we were sharing a bed with Chris. That's right. Chris from the podcast, The Bud Triangle itself. Wow. The third. You guys all cuddled? Uh, kind of. It was like me in the middle, but it was whatever. You in the middle. You want to hear an even nutser story? Yeah, I do. So I wasn't a part of this. I fell asleep a little early this night. But apparently what happened outside of my uh, my door on the deck outside was incredible. Um, and I'm going to actually leave this person un- anonymous. Why? Give him a nickname. All right. Uh, John was on the seat and he passed out drunk. And um, great nickname, John. <laughs> other people who might have been a little, oh no, who were very drunk, um, thought it would be a great idea to teabag him and take a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then later make a shirt of it and give it to him for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they took a picture teabagging him and then put it on a t-shirt and gave it to him for Christmas. True story. True story. I was there. I remember that Christmas. That was a fun Christmas. And that all happened in Florida. Wow. I mean, I've only been to Florida as a kid, but I think that sounds about right for what I've heard about Florida. A lot of fucking debauchery going on down there. That was an awesome place, dude. Yeah... I guess Florida's kind of cool if you like avoiding crowds of horny college students and meth-induced zombie apocalypses. And then the next year, they didn't have anyone back on the beach, or they banned, like, alcohol on the beach or something. Banned. Wow. That's terrible. We should uh, go over there and just kind of take it back you know take back PCB oh, take back PCB we'll take it back we'll be like break down the door we're here the <laughs> bud triangle is here now I'm just kidding just trying some stuff out how about New York you got any crazy New York stories yeah man um, Ladies and gentlemen, this is about to get adult, okay? (laughs) I love drugs. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I hate drugs. I'm sober. I never do any drugs uh, except for the fun kinds like psychedelics, mushrooms, and acid. You know, and I know nowadays anyone who listens to the Joe Rogan podcast is like, yeah, I do mushrooms. So it's not really as cool as it used to be. Oh, oh it's as cool as it used to be. Uh, you know, it's kind of cliche to talk about. Ow, dude. What's going on over there? I sat down on all these tacks. <laughs> He's literally sitting on <laughs> Is there a tack in my butt right now? Look, is there a tack in my butt? 
He's sitting on five tacks. <laughs> there were five tacks under his Did five. you put those tacks <laughs> No, I didn't. Ow, dude. I didn't do that. Ow. You did that to yourself, bro. <laughs> Jeez. Look at that. My butt was really itchy, and I was like, this isn't a normal itch. <laughs> this stings. I'm being bit by something. Nope, you're not being bit. You're being stabbed in the ass. Oh, jeez. Okay, we're good. We're good? Yeah. Technical difficulties solved. That's got to be copyrighted. <laughs> what? That's totally copyrighted. Alright, Mark. Let's get back to our topic. Can you turn that off? I, I thought it would end. I'm sorry. Just put the music back on. Just put the music back on, he says, as I'm having the time of my life with these sound effects. Jeez. Such a tyrant, dude. So, do you have any New York stories? Yeah, well, I like going to New York. It's a cool place. Um, one time, me and some friends at a place I used to work at went on a work retreat. A bunch of hippies, kind of an environmental job. And uh, we did a bunch of mushrooms in the woods. Yeah. And it was great. I ended up seeing a bald eagle, like, in the wild, 15 feet away from me. And I was at the front of the group, like, when I'm hiking, my long legs, I gotta be at the front of the group. And you always knocked over your stepbrother's concoction over there. Oh, my stepbrother's <laughs> concoction? I don't have a real stepbrother. Um, Alright, anyway, back to New York. So I saw a bald eagle while tripping on mushrooms, and that was fun. Went swimming in a lake with a broken wrist. Had wow. a broken wrist. That was How'd after you break I your wrist? Broke my wrist on a little penny board. Don't penny board if you're six foot eight. That like idea the worst is... choice of a vehicle. That's a dangerous idea. Yeah, it's a dangerous idea. I'm full of them. So, yeah, that happened. New York's pretty cool. I went to this place. Shout out to Alex Gray, Chapel of Sacred Mirrors, a.k.a. Cosm. I went there. Uh, three times, and that's up in New York, and that's a fun place to go. You can yeah, see is cool. an EDM show and check out some super awesome art. If anyone hasn't seen Alex Gray's work before, it's really spiritual, visionary, sort of surrealistic art. It's kind of cool. I don't know all the proper terms, but it's definitely psychedelic. I'm just thinking of you sitting on those tacks. It's perfect. I didn't even plan that. Wow, dude. <laughs> it's like perfect. How did you tack me? Like I didn't that? do that. Yeah, right. No, I think that was my fault. I put those there and forgot. Have you we gotta get to, some WD forty uh, for this chair, dude. Have you been to our friend Dan's house in Lake George? Never. How would I have gone there? I'm not even friends with him like you are. Yeah, I said it. I don't know. Shout out to Dan Booth. Why'd you never invite me to your lake house, Mr. Dan? <laughs> Want to hear a funny story? Yes. 
Uh, that one time I, we went with a lot of people. Okay. And we rented a boat. And once again, you know, me and Dan have a habit of breaking the limit of the amount of people allowed in one spot that you're renting. So for this one, oh whoa, <laughs> big home. <laughs> for this, what's that called when you like in a place and like sit there? What's that called when you just like sit in a house and then it becomes no. yours by law? A squatter, that squatter, yeah, you're just the doing. king of squatters, dude. You should invite a bunch of squatters over. Sorry, Jameson, four people only. Okay, hold on a second. Eight <laughs> friends that I bought, <laughs> brought with me. So anyway, yeah, we what rented a boat, next? and the boat person limit was six. The boat weight limit was what, maybe like a thousand pounds, maybe a little bit more than that. Then you got on a boat with so, the weight limit too. So much. we got on the boat. <laughs> That's a great idea. We rented the boat out down the lake with six people. And then drove the lake boat, or sorry, drove the boat down the lake to Dan's house. At Dan's house, we proceeded to put 11 people on the boat. <laughs> Three of them being what over. What kind of boat? Oh, dude, imagine just one boat with one motor that is designed for six people. Oh, like a little fishing boat? Yeah, basically. With a top. <laughs> had a top on it. So we put 11 people, three of them being over easily over 200 pounds whoa so we fatties. broke that weight limit by the double we doubled that weight limit and on a boat so we were dr boating out in lake george and the guy driving the boat wasn't too experienced on the boat thing i think but he claimed to have driven many boats shout out to him though he did get us out of a sticky situation which is what happened next there's like a little neck thing in the lake and we go boating into the corner and we're scared that the boat propeller is gonna hit rocks. So the driver like immediately turns the wheel, Ryan Walsh immediately turns the wheel and the boat starts spinning into the rocks. So me and my friend Hugh jumped out of the boat. We were had weed with us in a waterproof box, which I thought the weed was in the waterproof box. So me and Hugh jumped out of the bo uh, boat push the boat away and then for some reason the boat left me and Hugh at the island and all of our weed got wet because he forgot to put our blunt in the waterproof box so you had an we empty had a water waterproof box and with weed, weed in your pocket and we somehow got all of our weed wet so then we were stranded on the island with no weed. With no... Well, we had a little bit of weed. Our friend Frenchie comes in with... You know, he's always got weed in his in his grinder. He's always got his little stone bowl, so... He was there, he, of too. course... Yeah, he came out of no... It was weird. Me and Hugh jumped out, and then, a, like, Frenchie came out of nowhere. But we were all on the boat. What do you mean he came out of nowhere? <clears throat> like, he was on a paddle boat or something different? No, I think he jumped out with me and Hugh, and I just didn't notice. And he got on the island with me and Hugh, and the boat left... And you guys didn't even think like, oh, we're going to jump in the water. Let's put our weed we in the waterproof container. We were saving the boat from being crashed. We jumped in and pushed the boat away. No, I'm saying you didn't even think to put that in. Like, we're, we're jumping on a boat. Like, we should put our, all our stuff in this waterproof container and it keep it It wasn't my there. waterproof container, but yes, 
That's what I thought. Wow, dude. So on the way back, You're we terrible. get back to we get back to our dock and we need terrible to unload all the people, move. right? Uh-huh. And everyone was drunk. And our friend John Lips gets up to get out of the boat. Um and he gets into the water somehow. He like falls out of the boat trying to get onto the dock, falls into the water and is like drowning. But the water level is literally like two feet, three feet of water. What? So our friend is like drunk, drowning in water, and I, everyone's like freaking out. And I'm the only one who's like, "Yo, John, stand up! <laughs> you can, you can stand." <laughs> and he just stands up, and then he's fine. Wow, way to throw him under the bus right now on this podcast, just mentioning him by name multiple times. I just have a lot of funny stories. To be fair, about him. John was not the same John that got the tea bagging thing Precisely. for Christmas. So Precisely. you should clarify that if you're not going to use people's real names and then use someone's real name. Damn, I'm sorry. I'm just giving context it's okay. for you. It's okay, dude. It's not an embarrassing story. He was drunk. No, it's not. It happens when you're drunk. It's not embarrassing, dude. It's not embarrassing. And at Lake George, apparently, you could just, like, drive golf carts, like, around the road everywhere. And we drove this golf cart down this road, and this old man who lives there, like, I guess full-time was patrolling the road on his motorcycle and he didn't like what we were doing so he would like follow us on his motorcycle while we were on the golf cart and we were like trying to lose him but he kept following us mad sketch wow like that's weird yeah people oh this is why it's It's because we were driving the golf cart and dan was like oh look at that we should go in it and then our friend Mikey r- jumps out of the golf cart, runs up to these random people's docks, and jumps off into the lake. And the old man—that's why he was following us, because Mikey jumped off into his off his dock. Because Mikey's just always doing Mikey something crazy. Mikey went off of hit a dive uh, diving board, so Mikey wanted to do the diving board. So then he just started following us because our friend used his diving board without asking. That makes sense. That made sense in my mind after I said the first part. Okay. I forgot that's how that happened. And now to a message from our sponsor. This is Happy Hattie from Happy Hattie's Hummus House, coming to you from the San Fernando Valley area. We have all the greatest hummus flavors. Roasted red pepper, basil pesto, chipotle, olive tapenade, lemmes hummus. Come on down to Happy Hattie's Hummus House, because if you don't love Happy Hattie's Hummus House, then you're crazy. Happy Hattie's Hummus House will leave you chanting, Happy Hattie, Happy Hattie, Happy Hattie, Happy Hattie Hummus House today. We've got the best hummus in town, number one hummus. Everybody loves our hummus. Hummus, hummus, Happy Hattie, Happy Hattie, Happy Hattie. And we are back from our break. Hello and welcome. We're going to be diving a little bit deeper into the flat earth. Yes, we are here. We are lighting up blunts. We got that video going too. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to see the stream, the video, whatever you call it, the film, watch us on BitChute, YouTube, Vimeo. 
So, Jay says we can't smoke weed on YouTube, so maybe not YouTube, but I've seen Snoop Dogg do it. It's not weed anyway. It's just a um, backwoods cigar filled with tobacco. So what does it matter? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so the, the year was 2012. Nope, just kidding. The year was 2016. And uh, I had to complete an internship to complete my bachelor's degree. So I chose to complete an internship in Colorado for Denver. Beautiful Colorado. I have to say I might have even been a little bit of an influence on that. You were asking everybody at the house that we were all staying at at the time. And I was like, hell yeah, go to Colorado. I'll go with you. So everything was settled. I had housing. The only thing that was not settled was transportation and how to get to Colorado. So I literally asked all my friends, I was like, hey, who's down for a road trip to Colorado? I said yes first, because I think I was yes, a part of the formating the idea. Because uh, you were going to... Mark was definitely in on it. I was definitely the shaper of the plan, in a way, because you, I, if I don't remember correctly, were thinking of like f shipping your stuff there and then flying there. And I was like, no, dude, it'd be way easier if we just all took a car with your stuff in it. I was thinking of a lot of different options, but I knew for a while my friend Zach wanted to drive up there. Um, yeah, I knew you Zach couldn't drive. You didn't have a car. Well, you didn't have a good enough car to do that at the time. Yeah, my car was a '99 Subaru Forester. You know, kind of a nice little first car that I got when I was 18, but. Yeah, so we loaded up this Jeep Wrangler with all your stuff that you needed for the time that you'd stay there. Me, you, Hugh, and Zach. Yeah, I literally brought just clothes. <laughs> Everything was furnished. The whole place was furnished. Complete housing paid for. The only thing I needed was myself and money to survive once I was there. Wow. So I brought just like clothes and my guitar stuff and music stuff. Yeah. And it was a, it was a nice drive. I remember being like the best navigator so much so that you guys told me like I should probably go to school to be like an expert navigator because I was so good at reading maps and finding our way. On the way there, I remember one quote from Mark and it, it went just like this. Um, you can't trust Google Maps to show you where to go. That's I'm pretty sure that was what he said. Yeah, because paper maps have been around older. They're the olders, the elders. You need to respect your olders, your elders, okay? But he said this while I was GPSing the route, and we knew it was the right way to go. So it just shows Mark's, uh, Yeah, you and know. guess what? We had to find a place to stop, right? Yep. And who did we meet? A deaf guy in Ohio. I don't remember that. Yeah, because you were asleep. But I was like, hey, how do we get to... And he was like, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, oh. And he's moving his hands around a lot. Mm. And I was like, okay, you don't speak. Nice to meet you, sir. Have a good night. You just watch the gas station at night. This is a strange thing. In Ohio, they just let deaf people work at gas stations. If you live out there in Ohio off of, like, exit 38 or something like that. Off of... Route, I think it was 15. Route 86? Well, we were on 84, yeah. It wasn't 84, but yes. Right. Oh, 86. Yeah, Interstate 86 is how we got there. Um, so, yeah, the drive out there was an experience in itself the first time. 
Nebraska is huge. I remember Nebraska quite well because that was like the. It's like eight. It's like eight Connecticut's. Big. It's pretty large. Yeah, it's huge. We're from Connecticut, so we're used to being able to drive from border to border within a few hours. I forgot what state we were in, but we were going through on the highway, and in this state, it was so flat. It must have been Illinois or one of the flat ones. Iowa. And had a lot of hills. A, a freaking... I think it was Nebraska that was just really flat. Remember the storm? The storm comes out of nowhere, and we're just driving down this flat-ass <laughs> road under this storm. You could see, hold on, you could see, like, you could see, that's not a good, listen, so we're driving through Nebraska, it's a sunny, beautiful, bright, blue sky day. It was a flat state. Blue day, green pastures all around us, nice black tarmac ahead of us, and this is a type of road where you can see, like, ten miles, five miles ahead of you. So we're, we're driving towards this big, ominous cloud that's making way for our direction, and as soon as we got under it, we just get rocketed with some hail the size I look, of golf balls yeah I easily look, that's I look, not exaggerated i looked to the left of the road and the pond that we were near i pointed to it and everybody just started laughing so hard because it was the craziest thing we'd ever seen first of all i've never seen hail that big second that big. of all i've never seen hail that big hit the water it looked like yep. it looked like somebody was dumping like a whole basket of like coins on and <laughs> making a whole bunch of wishes in a wishing well luckily uh, the storm, I think, was going opposite ways of us, so we kind of caught a very short glimpse of it. It was crazy. Um, and then, yeah, we, we to I mean, touched upon it in part one with the Davenport, Iowa. Uh, we thought it was going to be great. I think Mark said he was going to jump into the Mississippi once he saw it. I think the whole time up there, he was like, once I see the Mississippi, I am jumping in it. And then we got off in Davenport, he was like, yeah, I'm not going there. <laughs> That's not what happened, I think dude. The whole time you said you were gonna go in the Mississippi because yeah, it was like I, nature's calling. I or pictured, something. I pictured it would be like a nice, friendly-looking river, dude. We pulled up to like the port on the river, aka Davenport. There wasn't a shore; it was just a dock. Oh man, Davenport, Iowa was something else. That's for sure. Yeah, you gotta talk closer to the mic. Just a little. But Technical then, difficulties there. Sorry about that. You remember the actual diner we went in? It was like uh, everyone was looking at us funny in Iowa. Well, we definitely were in a small town. I mean, they probably were like, who the hell are these travelers? I mean, they get a huge, it's a huge road, so they get all kinds of hippies like us drifting through to go to Denver. Um... I mean, do you remember anything about the drive there other than what we named? I mean, I just remember smoking lots of blunts. We probably smoked easily 50 blunts in the 30 hours we were in the car. Uh, I don't know. It was like one per hour, I think we factored it out to. It was like 35 blunts, something like that. Yeah. So we get to Colorado, and I remember the coolest part of driving to Colorado was <clears throat> when we pulled in to Colorado and we started driving towards Denver the radio station switched over and they just had like a really cool nighttime radio station that was playing some cool music and then you see like the city off in the distance just these lights out in the desert we were going in at night weren't we yeah we were going in at night and then I was driving at that point and we got to this uh 
hotel. Actually, I don't think I was driving. No. I think Hugh drove that whole way through. Right. On our way there the second time I drove through. But anyway, so we get to this little motel. And right on the the table in the motel, you know, instead of a Bible, they had, like, <laughs> weed magazines yeah, and, an and brochures. Brochures to find your new weed spot. And we were so excited that the first thing in the morning, me and Hugh skateboarded to, like, the first <laughs> weed shop that opens up. They were like, oh, welcome. Good morning. We were like, give us a weed. Bought Girl Scout cookies. It was great. Yeah, it was good. Looking back at it, you could tell, like, that was a really shitty dispensary, though, compared to all the others we went to. Yeah, we went to some great dispensaries. Shout out to uh, the health center, Natty Rems, dude. Natty Rems Natty was Rems. my favorite natural remedies over on uh, the downtown area, dude. They were they were sick. They had a cool high rise looking building. I got some of the best weed I've ever smoked from that place. Was that the one we went in and it was like really secretive and like it was a lower level? With the guard, and, and you then go upstairs. The, then you went into the elevator or something. Or yeah, the, you go upstairs, and it's then the you went up floor. to the second floor yeah. by area, third floor or something like that. Yeah, and you, yeah, exactly. And there was it was like a shared office space. There's other companies there too. We were stoked on the uh, weed situation. Everything was so much cheaper. Spent than Spent all we my were money used on to. weed. Literally all my money <laughs> on weed. Like, had hardly any money left over. I remember we spread out everything we got that the first day, just out on the table. I have a picture of all of it. <laughs> remember that weed coffee you bought? I thought you bought that. No. I didn't buy a weed coffee. Did I buy it? You bought a weird syrup. No, you bought the coffee, dude. No, it must have been Hugh. No. I didn't buy any liquid when I was there, actually. You didn't buy any of the coffee? I have a picture I can pull when up. When I was right out now. there, I tried to try everything, but um, I never got to that. Well, my favorite liquid weed substance edible type thing was the. It was like a lemonade type thing. Yeah, I remember you getting that. It was like a lemonade syrup that you put into water, but I just ended up t drinking the whole thing. Like, it didn't even taste bad. Like, most things that you have to dilute in water taste kind of nasty, but this just tasted like really dope weed. So I just drank all of it on the car ride back after we left you there. Yeah. So we left you there, and you pretty much became like a regular at the health center? Uh, yeah, I mean, the health center was m the closest dispensary to... M all right, so prefaced all this, I didn't go out there with a car. That's the main point of this, is I went out there with my friends, Mark included, and they literally, it was like a drop-off scenario, so they... They stayed a few days, dropped me off, and then I was there without a car. I went there with a skateboard. I had a skateboard, a regular skateboard, a longboard, and a bicycle. And it wasn't my first time using a bicycle for commuting, so I was like, I'm just going to make it work. I've done it once before. Little did I know, Denver is 12 times the size of New Haven. And New Haven, where you went to school. Right. And where and the we commute, kind of live near. The commute I was used to was like three miles, three and a half miles to work. In Denver, my commute was seven miles, so that's a 14-mile bike both ways. Like, there and back is a 14-mile commute. So when I went out there, the closest dispensary was within bike miles, probably a mile away. So I would bike there on my bicycle. And they just had the best deals, dude. The one thing I remember was my favorite is they had weekly specials. A.K.A. cheap weed. Weekly specials, and it was all different each day, but then if they had an early bird special. So 
if you got there after 8 a.m. in their first hour of business, you could choose any weekly deal you wanted. Wow. So I always chose the Tuesday dollar deal, which was $20 eighths. Wow. So whenever I picked up, I just went at 8 in the morning and got a $20 eighth. And then that your points would stack up, and then you'd get, like, one day I went in, and I didn't even have enough... Didn't even know I had enough points, and I ended up getting like two grams for free just because I had enough points in my Redeemer thing. Wow. Yeah, they were sick. Great suspensory. That's awesome. I'm really jealous. I wish we had that kind of thing going on where we live, but anyways, so you were in Denver. While we were there, we ended up driving onto the tallest road in the United States, it's the highest road. Tallest paved road. Tall, highest paved road. And we, I remember we were smoking like these herbal blunts because backwoods were kind of expensive out there. So I bought those like wraps that were made out of different herbs. And in hindsight, that kind of ruined the experience for me. I really wish that I was smoking like a good old backwoods while I was up there. We did smoke a backwoods when we, we first got there. We smoked some backwoods, yeah. I mean, I was able to buy backwoods, but they were just expensive. So I bought some other stuff too. And uh, you got that sage one, is what you're talking about? Yeah, and it kind of blew. It was and disgusting. The, the cocoa Suck one. noodles. <laughs> Suck noodles. Yeah, it sucked noodles. Oh, that's a weird way to put it, but yeah. I don't remember eating any that many edibles. I had some gum. I had chocolate. I, I think wanted I to bought try like the... a peanut butter thing that I got, which was pretty good. Was it the square bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't get any of those. The Buddha bar. Did you like it? Yeah, it was all right, but I'm not really an edible guy. I tried gummy bears. Yeah? Those were pretty crazy. I ate seven of them, five milligrams each. Remember when we put all those different strains in one blunt? Yeah. I got a Fanta leaf. And all of us had like at least, I think all of us had at least three different strains and one concentrate. <laughs> so we all put like a little gram of each of our like stash from each variety of strain that we had. And it was called the Zodiac Killer because it was 12 different, <laughs> 12 different types, just like the Zodiac, which ended up being pretty cool. I mean, if you oh, don't man. count the, the concentrates that were in there. What else did we do there when you were there? Oh, the skate park. Did we go there when we first got there? Or we didn't go there together until you came back the second time, right? Yeah, we didn't skate at all the first time we were there. The first time there was no skate park. The first there time, was four of us, so we just we drove the car. Well, when we were driving, we drove up. Um, the mountains, remember? It was snowing in and May. We got to Iowa, Idaho Springs, and I remember me and Hugh, either me and you or me and Hugh went in to ask directions, and in Idaho Springs, the elevation was like 7,000 feet, so my ears were just like... Like you couldn't hear anything? I couldn't hear anything, and I was in the <laughs> building with Hugh, like he was asking for directions, and I was just like, I need to leave, like I can't hear anything they're saying. I went in there too. It must have been me and you. I didn't have that problem, but I thought their head shop was very strange looking. They didn't have a lot of cool stuff. And then we just Idaho kept Springs. Up. Shout out to Idaho Springs. If you live there, move. <laughs> that looked like a good place. It looked pretty chill. Yeah, I mean, if you have a job in a mine or something or climbing mountains, who we knows? Just, 
I remember that day we drove so far up it just started we to snow. We saw a big horn sheep off the side of the road. That was cool. Yeah, you see a lot of those in Colorado, actually. Yeah. And then there was, like, that weird factory or some kind of building on the top of that mountain that we went to. It was, like, military or something. It's probably old mining shit. Who knows? And then... Yeah, we really kind of chilled, and uh, I remember Zach wanted to watch a movie, and I was like, dude, you're the lamest person <laughs> I've ever traveled with ever. You don't fucking watch a movie when you're, like, in a new place, and you have a limited amount of time. Like, come on, we have one day, and you want to watch a movie? We could watch a movie anywhere in the country. We don't need a... It's not like Denver had, like, rare movies. Like, it was so preposterous for him to suggest that we want to go to the movie theater. And I think you, should, despite the fact that you're laughing, you were down with that idea. Because at that time, you had no idea what was what you hadn't explored yet. And you were going to be there for a while, so you didn't really care. Right. But me and Hugh were like, fuck a movie. We're going fucking skateboarding. And we skated around. That was fun. So, uh, at that point, we dispersed. How was the ride back without me? What was that like? It was great. Um, Zach and I butted heads because he wanted to play his fucking lame-ass Nintendo music. <laughs> like, I don't mind that when I'm playing a video game, but when I'm just driving in a car, I don't want to hear... Like, all right, half an hour to an hour, okay, that's fine. But two, three hours of you, like, playing this fucking crazy music? No, play some normal music. So, you know, I'm not the easiest person to get along with for long periods. I don't stuck recommend in one it. Place. If, you, if you're just meeting Mark, don't go for a long car ride with him. Well, I mean, that was my past self, okay? I'm a little more uh, matured these days. Thank oh, you very much, Jameson. But, yeah, so... Anything notable else on the road back? Well, I was smoking this really good Bud Brain OG, and I just felt so amazing. Like, it was just... Just the experience of, like, being in a car with your buddies and knowing you're going to be there for a while, like, just kind of, like, puts you in a different mindset, you know? Is where, like, like song. The song puts me in a different mindset. Yeah, for sure, but I'm just saying, you know, like, fucking... Just hanging out with your dudes on that for that extended period of time just it makes things different you know it's fun it's always fun it's an adventure which we didn't go on any adventures here in 2018 bro and then uh we just went on skate ventures a little bit skate ventures and then believe it or not folks mark came back again in Colorado after well, I was here's done the thing. with my internship. Here's the thing. After you were done with your internship, you said that you were going to bicycle home. And I, I tried to it. remind you how long and smelly Nebraska is. It's to very drive long through. and sweaty. Smelly, I said. Oh. <laughs> it's very smelly. At that point, though, I was biking like easily over 20 miles a day. <sighs> yeah, so. all right, whatever. Cross country, whatever, dude. I was you ready can, to go. You, <laughs> the only cross country you ever done was in high school, dude. I was ready. Well, anyway. It, it inspired me because during my internship, we did an event with these guys who were biking across the country and were stopping in Denver, Colorado to rest up and go to our event. Uh, and so I was like, oh, these guys are. Well, anyways, beasts. my friend Jill and I 
went there because Jill had a little crush on Jay over here and was totally down to drive her new car to uh, Colorado to pick him up. So I kind of talked her into it, but it didn't really take much because little did I know she had been missing our friend Jay here all summer. So anyways, me and Jill drove there and it was a nice long ride. Listened to a lot of our favorite bands, sang some songs, got to know each other, saw some crazy thunder in Nebraska. That was really fun when we called you and told you we were on our way and we'd be there in like 10 hours. Mm. That was fun, dude. There was so much lightning in the sky and I had just woken up. It was kind of cool. And we stopped for breakfast in Toledo, Ohio, me and her, which was interesting because people in Toledo seem pretty cool. Shout out to Ohio. Um, And yeah, it was a fun time. We ate breakfast and uh, at Toledo, in Toledo. And that was my idea. And I think it was a good idea because when you just kind of take time to break off the main road, that's when you find the coolest stuff. And I tried to like talk people into that the first, second, and then fourth time we drove. <laughs> but it really only worked the third time when it was just me mean? and Jill, because me and her got a You vibe. know, you're the only one in that scenario who drove four times. No one else did that but you. Yeah, I know. I'm a G. I love driving. <laughs> I actually, the way I, since it was only me and her, we had to take longer stints at driving each yeah so i was, I was to like say, what are your tips for people well to go what i did like as, that, as a whole ex whole foods employee i was working at whole foods and i had a nice discount so i went to the whole body section where they sell all the supplements and i got this like syrup uh, that's like a natural like energy kind of stimulant it had like a tonic it was called like an energy tonic and it had different herbs in it that was like supposed to make you have more energy so i was just drinking that mixed with water and trying to stay awake and at some points i was like nodding in and out but i was just like carrying myself on just like hitting myself in the chest or like slapping or like trying to sing or talk or just little tricks to keep myself thinking and looking at the road but eventually um i think i think i i made it i don't think we ever stopped to take a break really because it was just me and her and i didn't really want to just be sleeping in a car with her just at some random truck place like that seemed sketchy so yeah i'm pretty sure by the time i was good to fall asleep we switched at a gas station I remember at that point I had already driven through Nebraska once, or I mean twice. <laughs> so the third time, Three time. So the third. Oh, I know this would be the third. Third time. time when I was in the Midwest, I picked up this Midwest accent, <laughs> and I was using it around at the gas stations. And Jill, Jill was just kind of like getting upset. She was like, "Shut up, Mark!" Like, because I'm pretty sure Jill was born in the South, so right. She's she kind of South accent is. Well, Midwest is different, so she kind of was like making fun of me for making fun of them but i wasn't really making fun of them i was just kind of like sink letting it all sink in and that's another tip i have for my road tripping listeners you know dive right into the culture and just like be one with the people that you're surrounded by even if it's for a brief moment like 
buying something at a gas station counter. But I think then she drove and then we switched and I drove back into Colorado. We got into Colorado and uh, hung out with you in Denver for a bit. I had a crazy time by myself one night with some crazy girl I met online. But other than that, we all chilled together for the most part. Yeah, we did a lot of skateboarding. A lot of skateboarding. Took some cool pictures with this camera that a uh, co-worker... See, that's another thing about life. It's like, you know, there's so many happenstances. Like, if you if you just put out something in the universe, it can come and come to you in a weird way. Like, How's the that? day before we left to go pick you up, I um, I told everybody... I don't, maybe, may, did I have that camera the first time I went there? No, right? Do you remember? Yeah, you had it the... The first time? The second time. The second time. Only? I don't, yeah, I don't think I have any pictures from the first time. Yeah, I had it the second time only. So, I told people that, oh, I was going to Colorado again, and I want right. to get a camera from, uh, the like, Savers. I was going to check Savers to see if I can get an old camera. And one of my coworkers like, oh, I got an old camera. Like, I'm going home on my break. You want me to bring it by, like, and give it to you before you go? And I was like, yeah, please. Nice camera. And then I just got a free camera that took film pictures. It was, it was cool to have those mementos, you know? And I just, you know, didn't have to pay any money other than the film. So it worked out pretty cool. But we made it to Colorado took those pictures mm. and our plan was to <laughs> get super high and <laughs> travel around we went to the zoo right our plan was to dive a little bit oh, deeper we went to the, into zoo the, the flat first Earth. time right the first time we went to the zoo because uh Zach wanted to go to the we, zoo we were just there the first I time I wanted to go to the zoo cuz i remember uh going to the zoo for work and i was like oh i've already been here i know what it's like yeah, we went to the zoo the first time. And I remember being with Hugh in, like, the fish part and all of, Yeah. Yeah, and the hippo. Remember we were under the hippo enclosure when it started pouring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah, chilling yeah, yeah, yeah. in a rainstorm with a hippo. That was nuts. We were just in that little uh, hippo shelter. <laughs> <laughs> he was so close. He's in, like, such a small pen. It was kind of sad. The hippo was just going around in circles. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's animal slavery. He was just jumping in the water, going up the stairs, jumping in the water. Yeah, just exercising the best he could. I remember that zoo because that's when we saw giraffes, and uh, I haven't—I don't think I've seen a giraffe like that before. I've seen giraffes many times in my life. Those are crazy giraffes. I think the first time I saw giraffes was maybe at the Roger Williams Zoo in Providence, Rhode Island. Pro Providence. <laughs> <laughs> what? Providence. Providence. <laughs> oh, man. We didn't do any hiking together in Colorado. We tried to the first time, but we found, like, a shotgun shell path. Hey, that was a stupid trail. Yeah. I did uh -oh. some nice hiking by myself. Yeah, we didn't really hike. We walked around that lake in the Rocky Mountain National Park. And that was after the scenario that happened to us. So let's, you know, let's talk a little bit about what happened before that. We got some dope weed. 
True. Uh, we got. We went to Boulder. We explored Boulder. True. And our plan was to go explore California and try to drive to California, but we stopped in the Rocky Mountain National Forest first. <laughs> and when we got out of the car, I ended up breaking the windshield, the back windshield, by accident. Here's a quick monologue from Mark, how the scenario went. So, pretty much, that was a weird way to set me up, but I'm ready for it. I'm going for it. So, basically, it started raining, so we wanted to get our coats out of the trunk, because we put our coats in the trunk like fools. All our clothes were in the trunk. We were tri- we were so packed up, because we had just left. All of our stuff was on the car. We had a bike rack full of stuff. And the bike rack fell forward, got stuck in between the trunk and the window. So when I tried to close the trunk and put a lot of pressure down on the trunk, thinking that the trunk was just full of stuff, it was actually that the bike rack pole had wedged itself between the trunk door and the back windshield, smashing the windshield. I believe they call it a... uh... Isn't that windshield meant to do that? So it's completely shattered. Yeah, it just broke into thousands of pieces. It was so Easily. hard to clean up. And uh, yeah, basically we were fucked at that point. Um, we called AAA because we're from New England and that's what you do when you're stranded in New England. But when you're up on a mountain, apparently, apparently. you're supposed to call our <laughs> ranger. And we learned that about 15 minutes before our tow truck came after, after we waiting. had been waiting for about five hours you know we got some really good bud so it was a cool wait we were smoking bubba kush yeah and you know smoking that bubba kush <laughs> got us pretty high so it really kind of freaked me out when it turned out that bubba was the name of our tow truck driver i was Seems like oh this weird, can't huh? be good so he was an expert tow truck driver, really seemed like an expert tow truck driver until he decided to point his tow truck on maybe like, let's we're thinking like the parking lot we were parked in where this incident happened, it had to be at least a 50 degree, 60 degree slope. Like, you know, it was pretty steep, 40 degrees, somewhere around there. And he decides to face the truck and driver's seat towards the top of the mountain so if you can imagine that for us folks uh a car being pulled (coughs) onto the back of a tow truck with all of the weight facing the bottom of the mountain right so we get in this car put it in uh neutral and then he hooks the car up i get out of the car and then sure enough the car clunk falls right off the freaking tow hook. Just like, like you want to know something? The most fast? ungodly metal noise I've ever heard. When I was standing over there, I really thought a thought popped into my mind. Like, what if this car goes right now? Yeah. Oh, we were all feeling it. I mean, I told the guy, like, "Are you sure this is a good idea?" And he was like, "No, don't worry. I've done it a thousand times." We were like, "All right, you're the tow truck driver. We're not." And yeah, we all moved out of the way, just like thinking, oh, what's the worst thing that can happen? Thank gosh, nothing, nobody was standing behind the car. Because as the tow hitch snapped, 
the freaking car starts rolling in neutral. Keep in mind, it was in neutral down the hill. Tumbling towards the freaking, not cliff. tumbling, but rolling towards the cliff. edge of this pine cliff with <laughs> dotted with pine trees. And probably yeah, a ravine, forest, folks. Yeah, this was up on the top. This was like the first lake you can go get to when you get to the national park. So this car starts rolling. It goes over the parking lot sidewalk that divided the parking lot into two sides. Jumps in the air, loses some momentum, and then crashes into probably the smallest rock <laughs> we've ever seen. It was barely a boulder sticking out of the ground. It obviously was, you know, just the tip of the iceberg for that rock because it stopped the car from going off the cliff. People from the mountain ran down because they saw the commotion. They were like, do you want us to call the police? Like, they were like, we'll we file saw a report. everything. Yeah. And the guy was so nervous he was going to lose his job. I was like, dude, you mother... And he just was so worried. And he even was so nervous that he ended up driving the wrong way. And we ended up driving an hour longer than we had to. He was driving towards... If you guys know this area, this is there's literally one highway. He was going towards Utah. Yeah, and we were supposed to be going <laughs> back towards Denver through Boulder. Utah's west. We were trying yeah. to go east. <laughs> Rocky Mountain National Park... I suggest going there it's already a in three the morning. Hour drive. Go there in the morning, not in the afternoon, like we did. Some lazy stoners. We were in there in the afternoon. Yeah. So you know we were fucked, but anyways, Luckily, it's a good thing none we didn't of my go to stuff Utah. Was injured. All my things could have been fucked. Yeah. Nothing was destroyed. Damn. And it was crazy. all my fault. So we ended up going back to Denver, and Bubba drove us back. We He let us smoke weed in his tow truck, which was nice of him. And, um, yeah, pretty much told us his whole life story. Told us about how his marriage was was not so good, and told us about how he grows his own weed, yeah. and how he's from Loveland, Colorado. Shout out to the worst tow truck company who actually turned out to be a real pros, and they fixed our windshield up and I, car up. That's not what happened, but... They fixed our bumper. They paid for what it. What happened, remember when we got back, it was like nighttime, and I was looking at the contract, so... I was looking at the contract, like, so in-depth, trying to see, like, and I was like, we're not signing this at all. Uh, but, yeah, they ended up having us repair it, in Connecticut, we had to drive the broken car back from Colorado to Connecticut. And then they did end up paying the whole bill, just like they said they would. Yeah, but the thing was, it and wasn't damaged. And me and Mark had to pay for the windshield. <laughs> me and Mark ended up splitting the cost of the windshield. And, you know, I really appreciate Jay for doing that because, honestly, it was my fault and I couldn't afford to pay the whole thing. Myself. Shout out so to mobile windshield to companies. A, well, shout out to being a good friend and helping your buddy out in a pinch. Because I know some friends of mine would not do that. So. Well, mobile, mobile uh, windshield companies are legit. They really do do it right there. Even if you're homeless and you just have a car, they'll fix your windshield. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Clearly, because that's what we were. Yeah, we slept in a park. <laughs> and homeless in Denver. The, that's the night that I ended up going out and meeting some girl who took me to a weird party that... Or tried to take me to a weird party, and I ended up getting out of the car and found her on Craigslist. Walking home. 
So. Or Tinder. One of the two. It was Tinder. Okay. Maybe Craigslist. I was looking on both. But that was oh, back before man. they made it illegal to meet people on Craigslist. No dating on Craigslist anymore. That's that's weird. Yeah. Well, the you know, times are changing. And so then uh, we found some interesting things on the way back. Was, oh, yeah. Was, uh, was that... Was that cow farm that smelled like such shit on the way there or on the way back? It was on the way there. That that place was horrid. And on the way back. The place was horrid. Yeah, there's just like a five mile stretch on I-86 that's just like methane, <laughs> clouds, foul odors, and millions of cows. But what else did we see out there, Mark, that's even sketchier than that? We almost got knocked out by some kind of oil gas fumes that were off the side of this, uh, some sort of oil thing that was taking oil out of the ground. What is those called? Spigot? No. What are those big things called? Wasn't that a fracking site? No, I don't think it was a fracker, but... It was a drill? Some kind of oil device, oil rig, those things that spin they have like the big oddly shaped want like hand that spins around yeah which moves the drill i guess i don't know we don't know enough to talk about this kind of stuff no, we just we abandoned that, that they, place that so fast mark was uh, mark was driving he led us there and then we saw signs that said uh poisonous gas yeah we were on a dirt road <laughs> Our car was okay, though. It's not like our car wasn't bad. We could still adventure around after we fixed the windshield. So we drove up to, uh, what's above Colorado? Nebraska? No. Nebraska and what else? Idaho. When did you drive up there? It's not important. I was, I was saying we, I wanted to go that far, but we ended up just going um, back through the same way. So yeah, came. long story short, me and Mark's uh, extravaganza, California, West Coast uh, living really dream out. got halted in Denver, Colorado, halfway between. Yeah, we didn't go up to Wyoming for the record. We drove all the way past... Fort Lupton, and we went up kind of near Greeley, Colorado, and then yeah. we went back to 76, past Fort Morgan, and all the way up towards Julesburg, and then out into Ogala, Nebraska, where we made our way all the way where I took the reins. Kearney, over through Lincoln, then Omaha, and then back to Iowa. I drove... On the way back, I drove literally from Nebraska all the way to Ohio straight into the um, Pennsylvania line where Mark took over. Let's just go back, dude. Let's move. It's as easy as that. We can do that. Let's just move. Let's take the Bud Triangle to Denver. If you guys want to support the Bud Triangle going to Denver where we can actually make this Bud podcast a cooler thing. Where we actually have real bud sponsors. You know any jobs to get us uh, out there and, and uh, making some money oh, before we uh, come in? Sounds so desperate right <laughs> now. We just gotta figure it out, bro. Anyway, that was a great trip. It, it literally happened uh, for the good of us. I'm so glad we did it. 
Exactly. It's a good experience. Everyone needs to go out there and experience stuff like that. Uh, if you're working a lot, just try to make some time in the year. It's really tough, but it's important to get out there and do something. Exactly. Even if you are Mark and just addicted to road trips. <laughs> if I could pick one addiction, that would be a pretty good one. We got any other crazy stories to yeah, leave them off on? I think that uh, wraps up the Bud Triangle. Thank you for listening good. today, folks. Oh, one last question. Our uh, um, soundtrack is brought to you by Soma FM. We're listening to Secret Agent Radio. Shout out to SomaFM.com. That's a really good website. Find a lot of cool music on that website. I listen to them weekly. It's out of San Francisco. After your four driving trips to Colorado, is the earth flat? Dude, honestly, I don't think the that we'll ever know unless we get up into some kind of uh, high-altitude plane scenario. I don't know, man. That's a tough question. If you, if you have any questions on anything we said or whether you think the earth is flat or whether you think the earth is round, give us an email. Shout out. We'll shout you back. We'll uh, answer your question, your comment, your concern. I think most people are going to say the earth is round. It's thebudtriangle at gmail.com. Simple as that. Even if you do think it's round, email us. Tell us why you think that. Yeah, tell us why. Let us corner you on the next podcast and and interrogate you guys uh, based on things you post. Stay tuned to the Instagram. We love our fans and we want everybody to just like give us a shout out. Tell all your friends about the Bud Triangle. If you like the Bud Triangle, I know you do. So tell your friends and we love you. And also, here's the thing. If you shout out at us, we'll shout out at you. And we're going to air a weekly shout out podcast where we air your messages to the world. So if you want to be on the podcast, just send us some messages. And once we have enough, we're going to put together that shout out episode. And uh, eh, what was I going to say, Mark? I don't know what you were going to say, Jay. But all I got to say is that we're going to say this podcast is not on delay. It's streaming every day coming to you like a sunshine ray. And I just rhymed with the letter J, and that's super easy. Oh, here we go. If you have anything to bring to the Bud Triangle, also potential guests, potential email guests. us. If you want to get on our podcast, we're we're gonna download this podcast app called Anchor, which mm. allows us to just like get you in our studio over the phone virtually. So if you want to join the podcast, it's as easy as that. Just let us know if you got anything interesting you want to bring to the Bud Triangle smoke some bud with us in the studio if we think you're think you got the chops to join the triangle all right dj mark uh, that's not my name i'm not a dj <laughs> all right mark aka mark mark the shark <laughs>Thank you for joining us on another fantastic episode of The Bud Triangle. If you haven't found us already on CastBox, I recommend downloading CastBox. Not only does it have every freaking awesome podcast you can ever listen to, it has The Bud Triangle on it. The podcast that you just listened to. So go ahead and download CastBox. It's literally amazing. My friend Chris told me it's the best podcast app he's ever used. And... 
he's not wrong because I've been using it for the past four months and I love it. Jay just downloaded it today. Isn't it great, Jay? It's amazing. Thank you, Jay. So, if you don't like CastBox, which how could you not? But if you really are one of those weirdos who don't, you can find us on YouTube, <laughs> the most basic streaming platform. But more importantly, you can find us on Anchor. Anchor is a really, really awesome app that allows us to share all kinds of cool stuff with you. So we're going to be releasing exclusive content on the Anchor app. Be sure to check us out on that app, spelled A-N-C-H-O-R. And um, last but not least, hit us up on Patreon if uh, you want to fund the podcast, you know, because we're a bunch of broke boys over here. Broke boys. But, no, I'm just kidding. We're uh, funded by our own hard work, so... If you want to help out and contribute, find us on Patreon at The Butt Triangle. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful week.